to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, uh, Season 6, Episode 3, almost forgot. I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Jack. Who are you? Welcome back. I'm Andrew, Stato. Stato, what, what do you want to be known as? We've never, we've never really... I'm happy with Stato. Sta- uh, I think that's how you... Badge that I wear with some honour. I think that's how you introduce yourself to me. So, Is uh, it really? Yeah. Hi, I'm Stato. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, who are you? Abbas. Abbas, the regular. Regular. Good. And joining us in the room, uh, we've got two... Friends, cousins, foreigners, how do, how do you two want to be described? Lovers? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I'm Ben. And I'm Anya. So we've got two listeners who've uh, flown all the way from Australia for their first game. How exciting. So um, I don't think anyone has done any prep. You haven't because you weren't given the agenda. Have you done any prep it's for the... Here, it's all over there, mate. It's all over there. Fine, so um, inspired by Jack's latest adventures... Um, if a Spurs player could have any animal as a pet, what would they be? So, before we start, I'm a bit bunged up because I'm a bit ill. And what, what are your latest adventures? I'm going to get a gecko. <laughs> oh my God. Son, he's going to love you. Yeah. He's obsessed with geckos. It's Everyone four, I've told has just started laughing at me. I thought, that's a really good purchase. I didn't get what the joke is. Well, what's it going to be called? Raymond. <laughs> Everybody will love him. <laughs> You're such a knob. <laughs> I've got it. I got it too. I just, it wasn't that funny. I didn't get it. Everybody loves Raymond. Don't watch American TV. No, but, but, you, but you know it's American. I refuse to acknowledge the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. If a Spurs player could have any animal as a pet. Uh, Hugo, go. slow Loris. Oh, very good. Oh. Very good. Very good. <laughs> it would keep going around. I don't, don't want to use all my good ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Um, you haven't got any either. Uh, Dembele would be a, a bull. A bull. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I was going to say Ox for Jensen because he's just monstrous, uh, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just strong. It's that work rate and work rate. Love that. I've got Danny Rose, probably, and Carl Walker both as just like a stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fiercely loyal, but just we'll run into a wall. Right. Just for no apparent reason. And... Um, I was just thinking, you know how sharks, if they stop moving, they'll die. You know, because they need the water going through their gills. Yeah, it's yeah. like Harry Kane and his open mouth. He's just always got to be scooped up. A bit of an overhang <laughs> and a slightly large. A slump. bit of an overhang. It's like it's like uh, the Italian job that overhang. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. There we go. British. Any more? I mean, we're starting. We're gonna. I'm making them up on the fly. So, oh, I can't. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe Alderweireld with like a hedgehog because of the matching the hair. The flipping, I love yeah. that. I'm thinking, what's that? The dinosaur as well, the sort of one that's got the really long sail on the back Spinosaurus. of it. Spinosaurus as well, that's good. You are going to have to speak into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Ali and um, Dyer would be something that's fiercely loyal to each other. Oh, yeah. So mm. maybe is it swans that make? Swans for, for life. You know, paired for life. Dolphins. Emperor penguins. Yeah. Macaques penguins. as well, I think. Yeah. Still, still none. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, is, is that all your good ones? Done They're all my good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I can go random as you like. Uh, if you've got any uh, any animals as pets and could think of any better ones than us, let us know. I've got one. Tom Carroll, Pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second on your lap. Jack's <laughs> <laughs> gone. Um, um, before we get into Palace, um, we've, we've got two people who've flown all the way over, and we were actually talking before the game about the pod and why you listened, and one of the things that came out is just because it, it's hard to get the fans' experience with anything apart, apart from podcasts, because you get TV coverage and media coverage, but that's on the pitch, it's in the boardroom sort of stuff, so I just wanted to get your... share with the people who were like you until two days ago, like what, how did you get into Tottenham in the first place? Well, it's difficult. The um, in Australia, you get uh, a lot of the big teams get, uh, get featured. So your your Man Uniteds, your your Chelseas, and and uh, so it's it's really hard to 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 follow some of the maybe the second tier or, or lower teams. Yeah. But I just I remember seeing a Spurs game and just being captivated by this um, this flowing attacking. Um, breaking style and yeah that was it yeah. that, was, that was it for me what era was that what did, yeah, do you yeah. remember the game in fact or? I can't um, 
it was probably 08, 09 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to work out the game in the, uh, in the yeah. shipping shop before, but we couldn't quite nail it down. Because 08, 09 is Bent era. And I mean, <laughs> okay. Darren Bent era, not... I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Redknapp was in charge, so that, that definitely dates it. Um, See, was that 08, 09, though? Because that, that's... When he took over, wasn't it? Was it 08, 09? Oh, yeah. So it was a bit gung-ho, wasn't it? Because mm. you can't set a team up. No. So he was a, go out there, lads, and play. Yeah. Type, wasn't he? I mean, well, it was his... Well, I thought this might be the Newcastle game, then, where we scored four in 28 minutes. You know, Sahar's first game. That's the one I thought it might yeah, be. Yeah, that was quite late on in his <coughs> reign, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was, you know, he got sacked at the end of that season. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, definitely. Good. That's why I was wrong. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> And here you are. And Anya, how did you get, get into it? Well, um, I met Ben and either eventually he wore me down or the excitement <laughs> caught on one or the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so tell us about your, so obviously you got in contact with me, we got tickets. So tell us about your, your day. We met outside Seven Sisters and we went for chicken. But what was going, what were you feeling like what, when, you, when you got Seven Sisters? What was going through your head? Like what, what was that experience like? Oh, just nervous, really <laughs> nervous and excited when we saw our first like people with Spurs shirts on yeah. and stuff like that or people talking about the game that was really exciting. Mm. Um, and then yeah. it just sort of built as you walked up the high road, we stopped for a beer, you know, more Spurs fans are, you know, the density's growing, your your excitement's growing and then you, you see the cranes, yeah. which I don't, which is, you know, a relatively recent thing, so. Yeah, so the cranes, you, have you haven't seen the cranes yet? No, this, yeah, it, the way that you said it and I instantly thought of as but, a child was floodlight pylons oh, right, that we yeah. now in modern stadia we don't have. But yeah. they would have been so much higher than the stands yeah, yeah, yeah. and that would have been your first thing that you see and attach yourself to, but course the modern sort of you know you still get them up north don't you well not in the modern grounds because they have the lights on the yeah, actual up north state. not modern okay. grounds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah then we we walked, went for a walk and then get into the stadium like how did that feel because we climbed up those concrete stairs wait for you to go to the loo <laughs> <laughs> where were we paxton yeah part lane uh part lane shelf sides of, in paxton. oh east yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just this ancient brickwork on that side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those yeah. turnstiles. Those turnstiles. So thin, those turnstiles, right, as yeah. well. Like they are the thinnest turnstiles ever. And clunk. Um, yeah. the, the turnstiles at Tottenham are literally done by someone with their foot, like, depressing the pedal and letting you go through. It's because they, they built a lot of that stand in sort of 88, 89, 90, sort of, you know, right in that early period of the 90s. But so much of the structure stayed the same. The, yeah. the outside, I think they might have re-bricked it, but certainly those turnstiles and gates were everything was exactly positioning where it was before. Yeah. And they kind of just built the stand, you know, above and around it. Yeah. I, with the pillars, though, which was a disaster. But it it's cost awful. So much more for the West Stand that that nearly bankrupted us. This nearly bankrupted us. Yeah. If we'd have gone for a more technical design, it would have been... Uh, Curtains, probably. But. It's a really interesting um, design feature. How the, the stadium is obviously designed for you to get from the ground level into your seat as quickly as possible. There's no features. There's a bagel shop. There's a place to get a beer, and then you're meant to get into your seat. Whereas if you go to the Arsenal, if you go, I was at Ajax a few years ago, Barcelona. You're meant to hang around. Actually, not Barcelona, but you're meant to hang around, have a beer, buy concessions. There's TVs yeah. everywhere. There's comfy seats everywhere, and that's obviously what we're going to have. Like the Emirates, I'm pretty sure there's. There's no place where you can get to a seat without going up an escalator. That's madness to me. Same with Wembley, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> that's the, the nature of the new modern stands. I mean, by the end of this season, the new ground will be five storeys high. Now, apart from the fact that you probably go up three flights of stairs to get to the upper tier of the West Stand, just from the where yeah, I've been yeah. behind the scenes, you then have to walk up to the back of stairs. That's as high as you really got for us. It's only three storeys and the climb to your seat. But, yeah, yeah it's going to dwarf... Because that, that's what people yeah. want. That's what the future is. And we got into our seats. And how was it? Because we were talking before the game about the thing you were looking forward to. Do you remember what that was? For me, it was seeing the pitch. It was walking up the the stairs and, and seeing that green. It was beautiful. It was, yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mine was more the at, just the atmosphere, the the feeling the buzz and the excitement and then how was it in the ground was it as loud as you thought it was was it that, was that it, feeling of you was know it what you were expecting happening in the air what, what did you expect it, it, it was louder at points really I, was, can I was prepared feel it. for loud it, it's like a cloud at some points it was it was just deafening it yeah. was um, 
Oh, it was glorious. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah, um, I guess it's very different from the stadiums in Australia, that sort of compact nature of it. I wasn't really expecting how that would feel. And so yeah. that was, I thought it was really great. It just felt like you could almost reach out and just like pluck out a player that's so close. Yeah. But in Australia, yeah, it's just. West Ham so fans distant. don't even know what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not like they're experience anymore. But. I mean, what, I mean, it was cold as well. So we're in the east stand, which is, and the corner that's missing is the north stand, which is where you sit, Joe. Yeah. And then the east stand, and there is a wind coming through. And you actually turned to me and you and said, "Is, is it like this windy all the time?" It's <laughs> never ever been that windy in my lifetime before. It was freezing at times because it was just a wind coming through all the time. It's incredible. I, I'm very lucky. I've refereed there um, about twenty times, and when it's a, a warm or muggy day, there's no air in there. No. It, yeah. it feels incredible that it can be. And now, of course, you've got an open corner. Yeah. I mean, our pitch is probably going to be astonishing this year. Yeah. Because well, old grounds that had that circulation of air had the best pitches. Yeah. That's probably why Lamella was on the left in the first half and on the right in the second half, so we could just stay away from the cold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did Andros Townsend have any shots into the uh, zone? What did I say to you beforehand? It said it was going to be two. two. I think it was one. I think it was one at either end. Yeah. I said two guaranteed cut in on his left foot smack it over the bar and it, yeah. it happened it was, yeah. it was brilliant um, let's get into it let's get into it um, Pardew is so boring I, I always forget football's the most you know the definition of um, what madness is repeating the same thing and expecting something different to happen it, I get that with Tottenham like I expect something to be different when Pardew turns up it's the same thing ten players behind the ball and it, it was really boring at times did you think? Yeah, they were awful, Palace. Like, and I don't understand when there was all this talk about, oh, Pardew could be the next England manager and all that. And just think, why? Like, I don't understand. It's truly it like horrific. Everywhere being. he goes, the football's dreadful. Like, I don't get the formation. He played with four wingers. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that before. And he put Johan Cabal on the bench. It's just, the, the weird thing, I mean, I wasn't at the game, as, as I've alluded to. Where were you? I was on holiday. I was at a Roman fort oh, yeah. at Borough Castle. How old? Oh, so Three hundred AD, proper really old. Yeah, you don't look that old. Well, uh, fortunately, no Wi-Fi there. No it's wifi. disgraceful. Oh, Barely yeah. a signal. So, but anyway, my my thoughts from from the game were: Palace have sold their the best attacking outlet in Balassi, but have no strikers. They've got Benteke in on the day, but what are they going to do? I mean, sometimes you expect a team to do more, and we're going to just you know wipe the field with them. So. They're going to stay in the game as long as they can and try and nick something. Yeah. He's had results there, certainly against Tottenham, but for Newcastle before. So as much as I despise Pardew, you can't criticise him. You can't say, well, you know, you should really come and play open and expensive football. Um, but it does seem odd to have the player of quality <coughs> in Hawaii and then not even start yeah, it. Yeah, that was mad. One, is it two in 22 yeah. Palace in the league? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they play like that all season. But now they're able to change it because they've brought in Townsend for Balassi is a reasonable it gives them yeah, but Balassi gives them the money I mean they actually got mm. Townsend quite cheap for 10 million didn't they so well, it depends okay. yeah, as long as you get the crosses into him he'll, he'll score the goals but that's not the way Liverpool played so he was an absolute failure but then he scored goals for Villa and Villa were a poor side the year before they got relegated Mm. You see the bit of skill from Lamella on oh, Townsend did we see yeah. Rose's reaction yeah. that's the best photo he's done that before isn't he Oh man, that was amazing. We we laughed. So oh, that's why I'm here and you're not. <laughs> yeah, pal. Well, there, there, there was a lot of applause for him when his name got read out, um, and then as soon as he touched the ball, everyone was like, "That's why we sold him." That's why we sold him. I was quite critical of him. I always wanted him to succeed. I had no you know, no beef with him. I always wanted it to work for him. It just didn't seem to be in it. And I got good PR. His dad being out and about, isn't he? And he he's a Tottenham lad, so he's got good PR, but. He's, he's not a very good footballer. Like the, it's just inconsistent and mm. completely a confidence player. Uh, my my problem with him is he's single-footed. And we've talked about this on the WhatsApp group about... Um, actually, if you have a look at everyone apart from the goalkeepers, we might have said it last week, about how every single one of them could play two two positions. And I think that's... Um, Townsend can't. He can play left wing, even though he did go on the right wing. He can only play left wing. Um, but it's it's... Comparing it to Ericsson, a lot of people com- complained about Ericsson how he didn't do much and he pulled out of tackles. I think it's a worse crime to have the ball 
a lot and yeah. do nothing with it, which is what Townsend did because he wasted more possession than Ericsson where um, some people will argue that he went, he went missing. And that was the problem. Him and Kuate and who else did they have? Sahar did nothing. Sahar has the ability to do what Martial did to us and tear us apart. Mm. He just doesn't do it. He's selfish and mm. it just wasn't right. They could have been really forward. Like um, Suarez, Kuate, who am I thinking Suarez of? Suarez on the left back. Yeah, yeah, he was really decent and they, they just didn't do anything. Um, who was your man of the match? You, 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 were, you two were there. Who was your man of the match? And you, you've got a love affair with Eric Lamella, so <laughs> there's rose tinted spectacles there. And we'll just put that out. Put that, to put the that out there. Uh, I think Jensen for me. Jensen, Jensen, Jensen. Yeah. Uh, he, he's just come into the team and just hit the ground right. running. There's no getting up to speed. It's he shows um, great commitment, um, chasing down um, long balls. Yeah. He was brilliant for me. So unlucky not to get a goal. Oh, that yeah. last one, that last chance he hit hit off to the right. That took a bad bounce for me. I yeah. can see on the slow-mo that he's just about to hit it and it just comes off his foot at the just wrong angle. Wrong foot he knows well. it that moment as well. On it's another just... day, he could have had three. Yeah, yeah. Is this the beginning of Soldado Mark two? No. <laughs> no. no. And I did no. instantly think of him, but you know, Soldado scored in his first two games and went on to actually do very, very little. Janssen, and I'm not saying Soldado didn't try because he did, but Janssen seems to offer you a, a constant work um, and determination, and that's part of his game. And it's not something he's just putting on. That's what he was doing at, um, in, in Holland. That's what we've recognised, and that's why we've bought him. Um, Kane had gone twice till November in the season before scoring, and gone on got 30, or you know, yeah, top yeah. top goal scorer. Certainly, the top in the Premier League last season. There's no need to panic at any stage. No, not at all. You know, you know what you're saying there about Soldado. Like, I I never see him chase down a, a, a opposition player, win the ball back. Like, I never yeah, saw that no. once with Soldado. That probably really wasn't his game. He's not that first yeah. sort of defender player, more of a poacher type. But yeah, if Yanks you can see Yanks likes to mix it as well because like, he's yeah. up against Delaney and Scott Dan, who are two. Championship rough and ready to yeah, kick yeah. him up in the air but it's that actually seemed to spur him on a little bit yeah. I thought he had a really good game though. home debut as well like linked yeah. up with Kane well it was, it was like a good, good addition did you watch it at all? no, no. Um, t- who's, was Jansen your man of the match? Uh, well even before his goal for Wanyama was quality even because um, I mean his goal anyone could have just right place right time his all round performance Wanyama was, was good on absolutely it. like you did, we didn't miss Dembele at all and that's sort of been a real worry that we might miss him we didn't in that game broke attacks up drove forward with the ball forward like Like, I think he can play a lot more than what people give him credit for he's not going to do an Ericsson and pick a ball up and play it for the eye of the needle but But the key is all he needs to do is give it to an available player and that's doing his job I bet his pass completion was pretty high in that game I think it was the highest out of all our players and he had more passes than anyone else but having him gives you that option to play him and Dyer if we're going away to one of the biggest clubs or even playing at home um, it gives Pochettino the opportunity to pick on form and play them off against each other if you're not going to play both. When Dele, Dembele comes back in, it, you know, you do imagine yeah. that one of them wouldn't necessarily start every game. But it gives I, us so many more options, mm. just having that quality of play. Absolutely. I also think he's not going to be the liability um, in a disciplinary sort of way that a lot of people are worried about. He, um, I don't think there were many... Rash challenges on yeah, you've seen quite just like I'm a lump, I'm going to run into you, yeah. but none as bad as Scott Dan, who was just pushing people the yeah. whole time, or Jedinak. Yeah, it's like when Yama seems to sort of know where the line is when he's not on a yellow, when he's on a yellow, yeah. It's like when he's not carded, then he'll put himself about a lot more. As soon as he gets that card, he just sort of eases off a little bit. Right, so obviously, watched Dyer against Chelsea, and no, <laughs> very <laughs> limited, <laughs> take this to the brim. It's lovely uh, we've just got a wall now of yeah, Dyer yeah. and Wanyama. And then behind that, all the Vald and um, Supian. Uh, do we need a bigger pitch of us? Like one of the problems, like one of the things they were saying about um, West Ham is that the pitch is going to be too big for their style of play, that teams are going to stretch them. Do we need that to play against teams who are really defensive? Yes. Yeah, and I think we'll see that uh, next year when we move to Wembley. But um, I like it. I like a small pitch um, in the sense that one, we're closer, and two... Wait, it, what do you mean we're closer? Ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Can I just say, Tom, <laughs> the pitch sizes are really quite standard across the, the league. 
there's there's very little difference. There is a there's but, a, um, there is a there is a period there is a, a it's mostly on length rather than width. To be honest, meter, isn't yeah, it's yeah. really. I mean, the laws of the game. You know, there's no standard. Yeah. At international level, there is a requirement for it to be a certain size, um, but there isn't in the in the Premier League. You can have bigger or smaller pitches. I mean, Highbury was notoriously an, a small pitch, mm. and the old Wembley, I think, was was a big pitch. Yeah. Dagenham Redbridge was the biggest in the league. I know that because I've refereed and managed Sunday morning teams who played there. Yeah. But they're actually really quite standard. That when you get to the Premier League. Um, Premier League level, yeah. So now, so now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it's just how you use the space. Yeah, yeah. So how do we do that then? What's our problem? Because we do find it difficult to break down defensive teams. It's just using our width. Uh, we, our main outlets on on the width, obviously Walker, Rose, Lamella, and whoever else staying on that other side. Um, so it's just getting the ball to those guys because it, it does get congested. Uh, down the middle mm. so it's just using the pace the width last season we were a joy to behold I thought going forward um, especially with the overlapping runs from Walker and Rose um, use them yeah use them. Uh, Ericsson there's been a lot of fuss about Ericsson about how like, he's never put his foot in a tackle ever he's never even gone for a 60-40 he does pull out of tackles I've got no problem with that because it saves him from injury, and there's a you know that's not his role to break up. There are a few times where he wished you know just put your head in. Maybe there. if we paid him fifty grand a week, he <laughs> might do that. Yeah, yeah. But while he's on thirty-two grand a week, he's thinking, so do you lot yeah. <laughs> making a tackle? Not for that. <laughs> you see the article about Sandro this week. Sandro's moved to Porto. I think it's fallen through because he's had a medical, which looks to be a bit dodge. But um, Doctor Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Love him to death, but there's but a guy afterwards. His wedding's at threatening if he doesn't get this move. He's a millionaire many, many times over. Like He's just sat on his backside at QPR for a long time. His wedding is not at threat. That's what annoys me about these. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, what would you do with Ericsson? Because he could be with Hugo, our best player. I think he's our most talented player. Maybe Kane's up there as well. But the fans are getting on the back of him. What do you do if you're Ericsson? What would you do? And yeah, I'm looking at you. Oh God. Or if you're managing Ericsson, what would you do? Um, um, I put you on the spot. You actually. have put me on the spot. <laughs> what are you thinking? Stat- oh, Jack. Hey, one of you, Showing you? the love. Just showing the love. Showing the love. Tell him he's your main man. He's your creative outlet. I think he'll flourish if you do that. I think he does a lot of other work for us um, defensively so as well. Mm. Interceptions and, and just the way he reads the game. He's one of the best players in the team for that. I think... The, the lack of work in the tackle, um, maybe it's a bit unfair sometimes, some of the criticism. Yeah, as you said, um, his, his role isn't to go in and go in with crunching tackles. His, his role is to create, and if he c- comes in with a tackle, then all well and good. But I'd rather have him not get injured and making, ch- making chances when you've got Wanyama and Dyer as, as protection. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shame that the first thing Deli Ali did when he came on was one touch straight into Janssen like that was an amazing pull well, that's it as but well, then that's the good thing of bringing <laughs> on a quality player yeah, oh, yeah. and a lot of fans sort of like Ericsson didn't have his best game that's fine like, you yeah. can't play well every game and everyone's like oh his contract has got an ad no he's just just a little bit off it today like it happens every player has a Do you know slightly football? bad game we are it's too many people sitting around talking about football trying to find an excuse for everything we, we barely, it's, it's because we, his contract's in doubt it's because yeah. of this just sometimes it's not his day it's exactly. just not going to yeah, be yeah. it's not you're a bad day the office might be and things yeah, don't never, go to plan never 100% <laughs> I was just saying we barely talk about football <laughs> um, finally uh, I put this on the agenda and you didn't know what I was talking about but Lily you didn't no. know uh, Lily is Chirpy's new not his girlfriend they're best friends, friends. They're, just friends. they're just friends um which really pushes the. Oh, never mind. Um, I hate. So Chirpy's a cockerel. He's what a cockerel. Is Lily? A chicken. A chi- fair enough. I didn't know if she was Lily Flower. Or oh, that's that would be good. Yeah. Um, she would like a like a logo for a toilet tissue. Then though, would you? Oh, <laughs> Lily. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's a girl. This is about as much as we know. Oh, that was so cringe. Oh, Clayty, and they they did an interview with, and everything was on cards, like the um, Bob Dylan uh, subterranean homes. Yeah, yeah. Views uh, video, and it was awful. It was it was it was. It might be weird jokes as well, weren't it? It was. There were some weird jokes. Yeah. 
if I was a, if I was three, I would have loved it, but I'm not, so I didn't. Because we've got the turfies as well, haven't we? A little thing for yeah, the website for for the for the proper juniors yeah, as well. I don't know. It's that's not for us though is it so no. let's not you know well about it. was surprised well, <laughs> like Jack, well, Jack and your favorite, gecko my favourite question was when they asked Paul asked Lily what do you make of Chirpy yeah and the card said something along, along the lines of he's nice but a bit naughty <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I know a guy who used to work at Tottenham yeah. and he borrowed the Chirpy suit amazing to Borrow run it. in the um, mascots Grand National yeah. And he came like fifth or something, but he was like really adamant about this that he was the uh, he was the highest place finisher of somebody who had f- uh, feet as part of their costume. So the <laughs> other people might be a banana or something, but then they were just in running trainers. So he was like really proud of himself because he like you know he thought there was something to overcome by having to run in chirpy sort of big foam feet. My favourite mascot is still Cyril the Swan from Swansea, who got banned from away games and. Do you remember he ripped the he head dust up with the Bristol but he ripped the head off then, chucked it into the Swansea fans and then hit he just clapped I think Millwall and Wolves' uh, mascots have had tear ups as well <laughs> I love it I love it um, any more on Palace I thought I, I, it was a deserved win they were, they were absolutely dreadful I don't think they had a shot on target like, like a decent <coughs> they might have had something that dribbled through but um, any more from your first game how did you feel when the goal went in because there were a few Kane shot Janssen where we yeah. thought it was in there were a few where we were Half of our well, the crowd was half off their seats. Yeah. Um, especially those cane chances. Once it goes past the keeper, yeah. you just assume that it's going to ripple the net. But um, oh boy, it was good. Yeah, it was really. It right. was. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah. It was deserved. It felt deserved, oh, yeah. and I think that's a big. There was, was a there funny sense of relief. So was there a sense of relief? At Watford last year, the home game that was like that, wasn't it? Yeah. It took ages to come, and then eventually you got. You it got did the dunk. feel like it was going to come. Yeah. Just yeah. It was yeah. late, but it did feel. And there was that classic Spurs thing of, oh God, we're one nil up now. Like we, it's going to be difficult. But actually, Kabai had a shot which was five foot over, and that was the best they did. They were. Yeah. They were awful we did have a funny fella sat in front of us didn't we yeah who was just making jokes the entire the entire time but like in that sort of old school I'm 55 I'm sat across two seats like yeah I just singing songs by yeah. himself to and, him uh sad all over I thought that was pretty good like directed at the palace fans <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was amazing um and I had the guy to my left of me. I'm not sure you saw him, but he was on his phone literally the whole game, like with his hand over the the, uh, the microphone, and he was talking in uh, an Eastern European language, effectively live streaming, commentating oh, on wow. the game to someone. Yeah, I should have had you. I heard a <laughs> Newcastle fan periscoped um, one of their recent games. I think the Huddersfield home Amazing. game. I feel like from the top tier of the Newcastle, That's it's massive. Great. But I, I know of people who've watched it from the Gallagher. Probably going to get banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quickly then Liverpool do you go for the same team Liverpool I, um, I don't know I think Dembele's not back yet he's only third I think fourth. that although he played well he'll bring Ali back in and drop Janssen and just go oh, in yeah. one just go in one okay. I think that's what he'll do because Liverpool deemed a greater threat yeah. he mm. won that and he'll want a little bit more control probably in the game yeah. and I think that's what he'll do because I mean, they've lurched from the sublime to the ridiculous yeah. this season Liverpool 4-1 up against uh, Woolwich and then you know, struggle was to hold on at the end, but then two 0 to Burnley. I mean, no one saw that. They really played well for about twenty minutes, though. In the two games, they destroyed Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. In, But the rest of that game, well, the the, and the 80, Burnley game, they're dreadful. The eighty-one percent possession suggests to me there's a philosophy, but they don't know. Like the, the philosophy is more important than the winning. You know, like Pep, yeah. Pep's philosophy wins, whereas this is a we go. This is the way we're going to play. And we're not quite there yet. And we're not quite there yet. Because you have to learn it. It's taken us two years to learn Poch's way. And it will be to our benefit. Other clubs around us spending money left, right and centre on players who may or may not fit in in the Premier League. When actually I think we've done very sound business. There's no need to buy a marquee player who's going to throw a spanner in the works. There's always someone who can improve your team. But Jensen and and Wanyama could be the, the two pieces of the jigsaw that just take it enough and I don't mean winning the league necessarily but you know good Champions League run fourth top four again yeah. and a cup please win the FA Cup oh, I just want us to win the FA Cup <laughs> so I mean I'll have a February March April May four and a half month year old but I will go to that final I will, I will <laughs> definitely go into that. I'm going to the Challenge Cup final out, out of interest this Saturday so okay. watch a bit of rugby league because I 
I'm not going to Liverpool because uh, I couldn't can't afford it anymore. Um, you will hear everyone bemoaning the prices in London. Right. It, it'll cost more for them to get from you know whatever their connection Kings Cross or Wembley <laughs> Stadium than they would have spent on their house for a week. And then the price of beer. I've got friends who work at a, the Wembley Park tube station, and just all the time they're just getting this. How much is everything? How much? This is the privilege of the to come down to the, the electric city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is why they can't listen. We're, we are electronic. Um, <laughs> questions from the listeners. I put you in Facebook, but you put a question <laughs> up on Facebook today, which, and I think we discuss this almost every week anyway. We, definitely at the beginning, it was the most uh, homoerotic podcast. <laughs> so if you would like to, to read, read your question out, Anya. Uh, so my question was, who is the most handsome person, player, management, coaching staff, etc. at Spurs, and why is it Mauricio Pochettino? Right, opening bids on I defend your Pochettino. Defend, defend, Pochettino, defend. Because I don't agree. I do not agree. Me You're, got, I think he's, I could be in the, the best. Yeah. What, <laughs> <laughs> the best of our current crop? They're boys. Sometimes you just want a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd have to go with that. What's yeah. Your Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel the love. Yeah. Hugo. Hugo is yeah. my vote. Absolutely beautiful Hugo. man, family man. It's not even our most beautiful goalkeeper. Are you having a laugh? Vaughn is what? the perfect really? specimen. No. No. no I, I, I'll, I'll go with like. Hugo. He looks chiselled. He's just he just shite at goalkeeping. Someone's got a type, haven't they? <laughs> Dark, apparently. Dark and older men. Oh, Hugo. I'm older than Vaughan. <laughs> Believe me. It's awkward. Um, no, no, coaching staff, management. Tony Jimenez. He's sort of all lived in the face. Yeah. He's got a face. He's, he's, yeah, he does, a yeah. man, but no. he's lived. Hugo. 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 What? I don't even have to say he's an attractive Hugo. man. Lamella. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'd break Lamella. <laughs> It was You're going opinion. too far. I feel like uh, I feel like Yamatonga's been over a little bit. Like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd go no, Tobi. Sorry. Sorry. I'd go Toby over Tupia. Yeah. They weren't more of a duo, though, didn't they? More yeah. Tom Cowell is sitting Tom Cowell. Wixie. Wixie, if you want that sort of twinky look. No. No? No. No. Not your type. Anyone else? What about Eric Dyer with his. With his. I don't like the fop. It's really. It's a funny look for him, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Who've we missed? Danny, Danny Rose? No, no, that's no, just Hugo. Sorry. Just Hugo. There's no one else. I can't think of. Janssen's got sort of edgy... Bit of rough. Bit of rough about him, but I'd still be Hugo. We haven't got anyone like Vardy, though, who's just proper... A scrapper. A... Scraggy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you imagine him at a grab a granny night on a <laughs> Tuesday night in Leicester. Abbas will be there. Abbas will be We're not allowed to talk about that one, there. Abbas's nightclub, <laughs> 619. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's been very quiet now. Um, I I would have Bentleb in a fight with um, Bentleb. I would think is the scrappiest of all our players. Like mm. he's got a really nasty Algerian streak. About is that racist? Very. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah. Because you're Algerian, doesn't mean you're nasty, is it? No. The way you said factor. it. Yeah. No, but it's a fact. I mean, like, he would have an Algerian streak in him. Being if I said, Algerian. What's the hardest out of Russian, Welsh, and? If you want us to go on stereotypes, then yes, of course. There that's, you go. That's what I'm talking about. So that's you just racist, you're not being racist. racist. You're just stereotyping, stereotyping countries. Yeah. Okay. Sorted. <laughs> Simon Mitchell says, "Where does Dembele fit in when his suspension is over?" For me, he's first straight back in team. Straight back in team for over. Onyama for me. Yeah. Right. I think on the first two games, it'd be Dyer that'd be the one that would drop out. And I'd, I love Dyer. Yeah, he's great, great, but. Well, the way Wanyama's playing, I just think you yep. can't agree. Can't drop him out. He's been he's been dying in both games. You take Wanyama out, Dyer steps up. We know that from last year. He's not doing that that forward, more forward role. Like if you ever look at his average, average position, he was actually dropping back in centre back. Like we saw, do you remember that run in the first half where Toby Alderweireld ran the, the right wing, right wing to the corner and got a corner for us? I think that's that's why Dyer is so far. Do you back. think Dyer needs a break? I, I don't do. know. I don't know what a break means though, because he's just had four, five, six weeks off. But it hasn't done because he's played the Euros. Don't forget, like a break to us means a couple of games, which is a week. Is what I'm saying. I I feel like he looks like he's a bit off the pace in the first mm. two games. He got pulled after 50 minutes at Everton. Yeah, that's true. He was all right against Palace. But that's tactical, isn't it? It's not. 
you know, we've now got a, a strength in depth that we've not had before. Mm. That you know, you've got one Yammer beside him, so we might only need one of them. Mm. So then it's down purely onto onto form who's who's yeah. performing on the day. What would you do with Dembele? Yeah, back on the team. Straight back in the team. Yeah. Okay, Simon. Uh, Dembele fits in into for me one Yammer's role, but there's a there's a tactical. Um, I guess as well. Sorry, just one more thing on that is that Everton only played, played diamond in the second half, so Dembele really is not just one. He can come into any of them, yeah. any of them positions when he's back. There's a brilliant video of um, oh, what's the Dutch master's name? Start with my thinking of the Dutch. Cruyff. Cruyff, yeah, explaining his diamond formation, and it's brilliant on okay. YouTube. I put that on the. I always say I put it on the Facebook group, and I never do, but I will do. Reddit anarchy says, um, will we be taking Europe seriously this? If we take Europe seriously this year, um, will our league form suffer with 30 million for at least two new players before? Oh, this is, I can't read this. Um, who would you buy for 30 million for two players and why? That's quite difficult, isn't it? That's mid range players. I mean, what's 30, 30 mil for two players? Well, that's one Yammer and Jensen, isn't yeah, it? It's true, that's Yenson, the kind yeah. of deal we've got. Well, Nduku looks like it's back on, so yeah. he'll yeah. be part of that now. And then who, where else would you buy? Center back. We've got Vimmer ready to step up and cut off oh, Vickers. Well. Would, would you do more. another striker? Backup uh, maybe striker? an old striker. Yeah, uh, uh, we've got we've got Engie, haven't we? Is he alive? Well, he's going I back th- on loan yeah. to Marseille. He's going to Marseille. He'll be missed. Yeah, he'll be missed. Yeah. yeah. I, I still feel like he might. We've got another son. Central midfielder. We've got son. That's son. true. Because I think Ben Slab's going to. He'll be well, off. Go or Carol go. But he's already said, isn't he? Benzlab's not part of his plan, yeah, yeah. so he'll, he'll definitely be off. How do you feel about that as management saying Benzlab is not part of my plans? He's going to be training with the reserves. That's it. He's off, I'd like to know what he's done. He's because, obviously done something. Yeah, I've I've read, and it's probably from spurious sources that uh, Pochettino doesn't trust him in possession. It gives away the ball too much, and we saw that against Man United last year. It's plausible, isn't it? It is plausible. But but I feel like there'd be more to that because. You could say the same for Tom Carroll, Ryan Mason. Sometimes they look a bit shaky. I feel like yeah, there's I a lot be more to it. Yeah. Well, it's the same what happened with uh, Townsend, wasn't it? So Townsend had a bit of a riff and he was straight out. Mm. So uh, I like that though. Ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. Okay. But um, Anarchy, living up to his name, having two questions. He says, <laughs> why the fudge is last season's top scorer being pushed back to number 10 when we had such an effective and established scoring combination up front last year? I don't think he was, was he? I thought we just played four four two, and he said to Kane, he said to Kane, mm. play in the space, yeah. get on the ball. He seemed to thrive on that. Like, yeah, I mean, purely from the highlights. I, I read a an interview post game. Can't remember the journalist, and he was asked about the the role, and and they talked about the number ten role, and Kane mentioned how he'd played there um, for most of his youth um, yeah. career, mm. and that he. He didn't mind playing in the role. I mean, I couldn't see him saying anything else. He's a he's a team player, but and it's a flexible position as well. Because there were times that all right, we might be set up with Janssen right up there and Kane mm. in the space. But as soon as Janssen come deep, Kane, so yeah. it's, it's a flexible in possession. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you've got two forwards, one's always going to go in behind. One's always going to come to fit. That's the way. Apart. And set pieces right. as well. That means you've got Janssen alongside Kane, two people to mark them, rather than yeah. someone like Ali, you know, not as big, not as yeah. much of a threat. Why isn't Kane taking our corners? No. <laughs> Clutch out. Clutch out. Um, I think as well, you can really see the difference when they pick up the ball. Like, you can see the difference in their style of play and their runs, because Janssen is an out-and-out striker, which Kane just isn't. Kane just is... He's in and around. Oh, I don't know. In and around. He's everywhere around the box. He's he's like those two goals he scored against Chelsea. Like the, the second one, I think Janssen might have scored, but I can't see him scoring that first one where he takes it really deep yeah. and then runs. I can't see Janssen doing that. I'm see. I can see Kane being the person to give the pass to him. And I think that that's the difference. And I think it's really nice that Kane can not have to think forward all the time. He can drop a little bit deeper, and we can play two up top. We can play him as number ten. Mm-hmm. It's lovely to have those options, just as you say. And that's why I think we're going to be better than last year. Rushnair, do you think we have a good enough squad to reach the knockout stage of the Champions League and also get a top four finish in the league? Yes, I do. Yeah. It could be very hard. It's what we're it's what we're there for, though, is to to challenge ourselves for these. I don't think it's a squad thing because we got to the knockout stages last time and we got through the first round of that and we had not a great squad. So it's, it's about performances. We lifted ourselves, didn't we? I mean, yeah. Three four nil down at half time with Gomez sent off and um, Kudacini had to come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
you know, we were nowhere. This was this could this be embarrassing? This was this was everyone seemed to be laughing at us. Turned Twitter off. I turned you know all yeah. social media off. It was just crazy. And then Bale came back, got those three goals in the second half, and all of a sudden Inter Milan knew we could worry them. Yeah. And that showed so much in the game we played at Whitehall Lane against them. We were lucky that the I think we were th- the bottom seed. Or third seed in third that group, but it felt kindly for us. Twente were not the strongest, but they were the Dutch champions. And Werder Bremen were about to fall off a cliff, and, and pretty much did. But we're almost one hundred percent certain we're going to be in pot, uh, pot three yeah. on Thursday's draw. There's two clubs we need to go out in this round. Porto are one-one with Roma, so they could. Yeah. We need Man City to go out, and they're five-nil up uh, they oh, on the away leg. Unbelievable! So just an outside chance that we'll. Uh, <laughs> did you see what we'll be... Stauer did? Yeah. Did you see that? Did it was you see thirty that? years celebration from them winning the European Cup. So they did one of those tile things. So that every seat has got a, a thing for you to hold up. And a, a local company said, "We'll organise for you. You know, we'll, we'll do it for you." Turned out they were Dynamo Bucharest fans, <laughs> and rather than it saying Stauer. He said, uh, one, always, always, always how good is that? That's epic fun time. It's amazing yeah. the planning of foresight. Oh, because the style chairman, Gigi Picali, is like, well, just went with it. He's been in prison almost all of last season, yeah, and he runs the bribery, corruption, anything and everything you can imagine wrong in football, and he's fallen for this one. So, just very briefly, the Champions League draw Thursday. We don't know all the teams that they're going to be as yet, but the best case scenario. Because we can't get Leicester, I'm afraid, from pot one, uh, would be if we got CSK in Moscow. Yeah. Because they're ranked lower than us, but because they're the Russian champions, yeah. it's the holder plus yeah. um, seven highest ranked ranked teams. I don't want to go out there. Though. So from the second pot, we can get uh, Atletico Madrid, no, Russia Dortmund, no. Sevilla, Napoli, Bayer Leverkusen. I'll take, take Napoli. Yeah. Um, and then pot four, again, we don't know anyone. Yeah, there's only two guaranteed. The rest yeah. are going to come through these. I'm, I'm quite surprised sure you want a giant in your group. Exactly. Surely, like yeah. to get. Imagine just playing Barca. I want Juventus. I don't know why. I don't, I, I've never seen Juventus. I want to see a 70, an 80 million pound fat man in uh, Higuain. Yeah. Did, did you see those pictures? Was it who said what Prozanecki said? He's turned up a, a, in a pig. Great <laughs> 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 words. Um, Ramunovni Schnur 98 says out of all former Spurs players in the last decade who would walk straight into our starting 11 so my two votes are obvious I think so are mine Ledley King no no Bale yeah. Modric Modric I still Ledley King probably in. In, Mo- what? in Modric we've got other players who can do that no. I'd go Berbatov I think Berbatov in that team was phenomenal. Let me read it again. To walk straight into our starting eleven. Ten years. Berbatov in Fiamson. Berbatov. Are you going to see Berbatov chasing down? I can't uh, need to. Pressing. Oh, We've got no. the young scamps to do that. The Just only ones. Ledley King and Bale would be my two. You're ridiculous. Lennon. You've got Lennon. You've got Carrick. Fatio. You've got. I mean, he's met. <laughs> well, there's only a number of players who've gone on to better Dos Santos. Dos <laughs> and Bayer Modric, totally two European Cups each. That's absolutely fine. I just think in the areas of the pitch. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. yeah. But you know, if they're going to leave Tottenham, I want them to. I want to be a success somewhere. Oh, me too. Yeah. Because yeah. there are bigger clubs. There's no denying that. There's Berbatov left to go to Man United. Sol Campbell. One, two, three leagues. Right, Sol Campbell. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm the only one who's probably in the whole Tottenham sphere who's not as anti him if, if we'd have made promises or we'd have kept promises that were made to him if we'd have improved the side as well that's been it's very really weird to, that's yeah, the yeah. problem I'm not doubting that but in essence he wanted what was best for Tottenham as well <coughs> as doing a, an almightily heinous thing of going down the road because Rio Ferdinand went for 30 million that summer Yeah, he was his at least equal yeah, yeah. I feel. I, yeah, that's the problem with the we love we hate you so much because we loved you so much. It's, now it's just still exactly. a mentally emotional thing. Uh, Noah, friend of the show, says there's been a bunch of talk sparked by another podcast regarding Ericsson. Is he underperforming? Can we improve upon him? Um, I think he might be underperforming. He could take hold of games more, but he, oh. why does everyone say like Ericsson's the weak link in our team? Like, that's I, mental. I don't get it? I really don't get it. Without trying to be negative. No one's been linked with him though, have they? No big, you know, we've had players who've, 
you know, been like him or Modric in the past, and you think Spurs want them. If he was 28, I think people would be linked to them. But because he's 23, 24, yeah, his yeah. potential is so much that he will be really expensive. He'll be 40 million, and he's not a 40 million pound player. So Real Madrid aren't going to go for him because they've got uh, Isco, they've got Tony Cruz, Tony Cruz, Martinez. They've got people. James, yeah. Um, and so he's, he's perfect for us like he could go to Atletico he could go to Italy but um, I I think he's just in the right place at the moment. and we don't know for a guy who's won titles and as a youngster because you know he's been at Tottenham for a couple of years already I don't think he shows the leadership and that sounds silly because he's young but this is a guy who's the playmaker in a team who, who won certainly two titles with Ajax yeah. I don't think he you know leads the team as, as the playmaker should yeah, look at Fabregas who was much. captain of Arsenal within, when he was 19 I think that, that's the, that bit but I don't mean that in a captaincy way no, like no, no. on fellas I just mean oh, I'll be the outlet I'll take the ball at any that's given what moment Fabregas was that's and what I will create this and I'll you know make this attack work but I agree the, yes. the, it's not like he hides like there are players who do go yeah. missing but he's this I wish he was a bit more aggressive in his yeah. positioning in, in, his, in his want of the ball a bit more cutthroat yeah I mean, we sort of talked about him, right? Um, fact: Victor Wanyama became the 138th player to score for Spurs in the Premier League, a competition high. So, no, we there's been no team with more different scorers. Than you can name another 137. This is what I was going to ask you, Stato. Who are the other, other 137 scorers in the Premier League? Yeah, right. yeah. I think I think we can leave that with you for a week and see how far you get. I think you would love that. Okay, can I can I add a a question to the agenda? Absolutely. Uh, how do we think Vaughan did on the weekend, and and are we are we confident in the next? How long's Lloris out for? Three three more weeks. Three weeks. I didn't have a problem with it. Like he didn't have anything to do, and he's in the right place at the right yeah. time. I worry about people like Sturridge who will just make a snapshot like we saw in the Euros. There was one save at the end where he just thought he's going to jump over it. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah, yeah. He's going to let that go under him, and yeah. I knew the result. So that was stupid. But yeah. Just have that from Gomez. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's a calamity in there. I just I, I I want him to do well. I don't rate him whatsoever. Vaughan, you are in love with him. I did I said he's a beautiful specimen of a man. I can't separate. He's not a goalkeeper. I can't though. separate the two. I cannot separate. <laughs> I, the two. Like I, think I think he's fine. He's solid. His kicking was good. He yeah. didn't do anything stupid. It, he was just consistent. If we didn't have Hugo, I'd be. He's a, he's a brilliant keeper. That's that's the problem. We're contextualising it against one of the best keep things in the world. Maybe the best goalkeeper we've ever had. Disagree, agree? Question, man? Just not in. It's in the top five. <laughs> in top five of the keepers we've ever had. No, sorry, in the world. Lurice. In the world, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing he came out and said, didn't he? Um, Pep came out and said, uh, Joe Hart's not in the league of Noah and De Gea. Yeah. And then he didn't even name Lurice in the next three down. And I think that's mad. I, I, that's good for us. I, I think he's in the top five, but not in the I'd top rather three. managers not be... Talking about him like he's the best. It's true. He's like I'm going to nick him. He's kicking next him down, doesn't it? Thank God. I'm not asking him to be a long ball merchant. Prediction league. Still going three weeks later. What is this on? Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Have you committed this to Excel? I mean, that's why. You put an Excel spreadsheet down. You're all over it. I'm all over it. Um... So it was Tottenham one Palace nil and Wurzburger kickers one Eintracht Braunschweig nil in a big shock. So the guys from Reddit got had it on average three nil Spurs and then two twos. They got one correct spot, uh, result and then similarly the Facebook group. The only annoyingly uh, Jay got it right at one nil. Um, which means he's at the top of the league on seven points and annoyingly you're second in the league you don't even know what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) with three correct results and one correct score then Gareth and Stato joined on four points Tyndall, Javad, Facebook, me, Jack we're all down the bottom on zeros and and ones it's quite embarrassing but early doors so Liverpool, Tottenham and Lazio, Juve have gone for this week no silly little it's the big one Um, it's it's the big one it's the Higuain derby Uh, Liverpool, Tottenham um. Oh, I wanna. I wanna say Tottenham. Maybe like three one. Three one for Tottenham. It's been pretty unpredictable. I think there's goals to be had against Liverpool. Um, 
think 3 1's not a bad shout. Uh, I'll go 2 1. 2 1 Spurs. 2 1. And then Lazio Juve. Lazio Juve. Let's go 2 1 Juve. 2 1 Juve. And you only build on 2 1 Juve. I'm going to say 2 0. 2 0. Lovely stuff. Stato, have you done that? I've said 1 1 Tottenham. That'd be Liverpool and 1-0 to Juve. Uh, Abbas, you can do the same. You're allowed to do the same. You're allowed to, you're allowed to be right if you think the same as me. 1-0 Spurs? 1-0. 1-0. Lovely stuff. And 1-0. Uh, K- KG Italian game. KG. KG. Is there any other time? Catalaccio uh, v Catalaccio. You've gone for 2 one all. You could have just not predicted. Not predicted, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go 2-2 for the first game. Yeah. And... Uh, 3-0 to Juventus. Now, I have gone 2-1 Liverpool. The reason I think that is because <laughs> we, we never do well against Liverpool. We haven't done well against Liverpool. And it's only been the last six games. <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> last six nil was a refreshing break with tradition. Well, exactly, right. And my tactic is to get back up this league. I have to do something different. It's like in the fantasy mm-hmm. league. I can't beat you by having the same team as you. So I've, look at that face. <laughs> all, all that's going to happen is just going to get further behind now. Gonna <laughs> You've got to go Maverick moves. You have to go yeah, Maverick, and to. I never ever yeah. bet on it's Tottenham. The third game for thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I never bet on Tottenham because, like, then if we lose, at least I've got something in my back pocket. You know, uh, it's quiz time. We've got a lot of people here. It's so called emotional hedging. Yeah. Um, so let's do choose your three questions. So, oh, that's easy. Uh, for which which famous BBC reporter have you got Jack's feature as well no. no which famous BBC reporter once said for those of you watching black and white Tottenham Hotspur in the yellow strip before because I know you've got it anyone else no no Motson Motson John Motson sounds like Michael Owen would say as well on BT um, for those of you watching. what a goal <laughs> <laughs> on Jack get on with um, it from, wh- from, from which club did Spurs sign Ralph Coates? Not you. Got <laughs> it. They're a calm Premier League team. Burnley. Yes. Correct. Yes. And you. Loud and proud. Um, what is awarded to the opposing team if a player spits at an opponent? Red card. Red card. Pop off. Direct free yeah. kick. Pop it's off. Oh, yeah. All West Brom. I remember I was there. He spat a Cole Walker. But that's annoying. Is it direct free kick? It's a direct free kick, and the offending player must be sent off. So we're both right in a way. Both right. (laughs) 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 Okay. Against which club, beginning with the letter C, did Martin Peters score on his debut for Tottenham Hotspur? Chelsea. Charlton. Crystal Palace. Coventry. Coventry City. Oh, you just see him waiting. <laughs> yeah, toy with yes. us. Against which London club did Gary Lineker score a hat trick against in September 1989? Chelsea. West Ham. No. Arsenal. No. Palace. Wimbledon. David Seaman was in goal. Arsenal. No. David Seaman was in goal. Is it going to be. Not Barnet or. Super Hoops. Oh, QPR. I did not know no. Seaman was in it. Playing for QPR. How many goals did Paul Robinson concede in all competitions in the 2004 40, 42, 44, or 46? 46. 44. 46. <laughs> 46. <laughs> this is a defensive question. It's the highest. Uh, who, which club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat 3-1 on the last day of the 2000-2001 season? Man United. Yeah. Is uh, that the one we've had before? Really Lee Barnard. Barnard. 2005-2006. <laughs> <laughs> All three goals came from outside the box. Fernand got one and Corsten got, got two. Yeah. Brilliant. Which German club did Spurs defeat in the 1974 UEFA Cup fourth round? Those both kickers. <laughs> nope, not quite. quite. Kaiser's out and. <laughs> Portmans. No. Leipzig? FC Cologne. Oh, oh Brilliant. Uh, against which club beginning with the letter L did Casey Keller make his 50th appearance for Tottenham Hotspur Leicester Leicester Liverpool Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> same page <Yeah. laughs> which former 
Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper appeared in a commercial for a car repair company and was transformed into, into a giant oil filter. <laughs> Ian Walker. Epson Walker. Epson Pat Jennings. Pat Jennings. Uh, it just sounds like it was a 70s thing. Yeah. Yeah. You've all seen the Marshallone whiskey. Oh, it's the best. Have, you seen, have you seen that? No. Oh. I'll have to put that on the page as well. It's, That's it's incredible. That's it. In which famous stadium did Spurs draw the 1901 FA Cup final? Wembley. No. no. Is it going to be... 1923? Villa Park. London. <laughs> Is it going to be like a palace ground or... The, yeah. It's Crystal Palace ground, not Crystal yeah. Palace's ground. That's the the sporting arena. Oh. It's a nice thing. Oh. Boom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From which club did Spurs sign Garth Crooks? Um, Stoke City. Stoke City. Yeah. Yeah. Final question is Who has scored the most career goals for Tottenham Hotspur against West Ham United? Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves is correct. Welcome back. Every week when I've had to listen, oh, still lately. going, still going, still got a question. Each. Still one more. Sorry, one more. Uh, uh, easy though. If an indirect free kick is kicked directly into the five goal, what is awarded? <laughs> it's five. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow card. Goal kick. Goal kick. Oh, yes. <laughs> Straight left over him, mate. That's why you're hilarious. Who was the last man to have played for both Tottenham Hotspur and Chelsea and also to have managed the two clubs? Hoddle. No. Hoddle. Hoddle. Come on, my mate. Hoddle. Good one. Is a player allowed to take a throw in acrobatically by rolling with the ball? Yes. 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 As long as it meets all the criteria. That's correct. The, yeah. Which Tottenham Hotspur player was sent off in the 1 0 loss against Fulham in 2005 2006? <coughs> Michael Brown. No, but a good estimation. 05 <coughs> 06. I don't know. It's going to be something rubbish, isn't it? No. Ferdinand. Super Dwarfs. How was it? Yeah. How was it? How about oh. finish, finish us? If squad numbering was introduced at the start of the 93-94 season, when was it made compulsory? <coughs> the following season. No, 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 wasn't it late, much later than that? 98-99. Yeah, something like that. 99 2000. Oh, I told you. Oh. So close. <coughs> Got a tickle. Um, fancy league update. Oh, it's not going well. Not going well. For me. Don't want to peek too early in these things. <coughs> Is it too early to ditch Harry Kane? <coughs> Get Ibrahim Richard. Same price. Loads more well goals. Uh, lukewarm Spurs. Hunter Mitchell is at the top with 154 points. Like flying. Uh, Andrew Miller is in second place, taking over from Dean Hopkins, who's in third. Duffel. What? Duffel. <laughs> Joe Garner, Andrew Rutherford, Richard Healy. There's a lot more people than uh, last year, which means I'm a lot further down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, annoyingly, Dan Hearn is still there. Holiday Dan. Holiday Dan. He's got his weekly customer mention, hasn't he? Tyndall. <laughs> he does talk on the pet facial page. He goes, Holiday Dan here. And then no one... Do you think he's uh, causing uh, that in himself in everyday life? <laughs> <laughs> holiday Dan. Is he working? I mean, he's on holiday every day. I mean, he's at the top. Unemployable. 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 What permit Dan? Javad is in 23rd. Davy Elder, obviously, uh, a <coughs> friend of the show, has joined 26th. And it's all, I mean, you're nowhere to be seen, Jack, which well, is Jack! Great. Don't worry. Finding me though in 39th place. I'm down in 43rd. It's all. I think I'm 61st. 61 is a good number. We have to to go to another page for you. Uh, You're 64th is Ben Wardle. How many people on the first page? Yes, FC. I'll be this your first week. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's okay. And Ambers with Hot Totty. (laughs) Great name. Um, Let's have a look. It's not. Kane, Nigalo, and Long up front. Yeah, that's the problem, mate. I haven't got Arsenal defender. You've got Monreal. Oh, boy, we're not right. (laughs) (laughs) Does he count as a defender? He gets loads of points. Well, he did. Um, That's it. 
that's it. Coming out on Tuesday next week, so it's a bank holiday. Uh, any any other business? Not really. Not really. Anything more you wanted to say? How's your podcast experience been? Because there were there were some nerves. Not not the worst we've seen. To be fair, I've seen some moment when you first walk in and see the table. You must be so excited. You <laughs> 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 did a funny. Ah. <laughs> it's a first. <laughs> it wasn't lewd either. It's <laughs> no. blue. All good. Yeah, I think the little rundown sheet really helped. Love an agenda. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's only showing off. You don't always get the <laughs> well, This year is my organised year. Um, I rested it once, didn't you? Arrive at 5.28 minutes past five, he tended to win round. Talk about the game, number one. Hey, I'll win number two. Hey, he's winning. No, get in the gender. Alright, it's time to end. Um, and you and Ben, thank you very much for flying all the way over just for the podcast. And, uh, <laughs> Anytime. Uh, Anytime. Uh, it was wonderful to spend time with you at the game. Start a welcome back. Thank and, you. Uh, Bess and Jack, it's, yeah, it's boring seeing you every week. So, thanks very much. Yeah. Pleasure as always. Pleasure as always. Uh, whatever happens against Liverpool, if we win or lose, don't forget the future's bright, the future's nearly white. Come on, you Spurs. Aussies knees have gone all trembly and a Tim requires assembly Danny Montower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Pyo Casey Keller USA Woodgate is not fit to play Ramatini Kudachini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Redwell for the win Run for me for three stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen And Leachenko number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Born at Stefan Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't, doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin Martin Yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovich Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe He's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora And we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The sticker was so bad Robbie Keane In the box Edgar Davids Redlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay Picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson Go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing
Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White, how dare I forget who there is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey, Lily White from White on Lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Hawker's page to go, that's Poirier, free kick club. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies, Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in Coctinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Wolf Fox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot, ABB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision. Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's kung fu kick. Eric Torsten looking spell. Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Chip is bound to score. Give me more and more and more. Heroes in white and blue. We like to win style, we've done it for a while. It's better to rain very high. Then our football story will echo with glory. Lily White and White are made. If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Henson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick. He showed the world what's best to do. The Leading Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory